and welcome to Blades Pod. It is Wednesday the 3rd of November. My name is Ben and I am joined as always by Andrew. How are you doing mate? I'm not bad mate, how are you? I'm good thank you. I'm, I'm quite a beat today, you know. I think we were we were pretty morose after that Blackpool game but I... Um, mm. I just, I just kind of enjoyed going to a football match last night. I, uh... I'm quite interested in this pod actually because this is might be the first time, well, one of the first times certainly this season where you've actually went to the game and I watched it on a on a on a, um, a legal stream. Legal and, stream. <laughs> yeah, so it'd be quite interesting to see how we're different takes on this. Indeed. Well, a, a quick hat tip to uh, to Tyrone who uh, I think he had a. A late friend of the pod, Tyrone, should say. Late late dropout of um, one of his friends, so I had a spare ticket. Um, and I was able to nip down the M1 very slowly, it turns out. And, uh, yeah, go and uh, go and return to the city ground. I've not been... I don't think I've been to uh, a, a game at Forest for, like, 10 years or something like that. I've never been to Forest. It's, it's a weird one. No, I've, it's weird that I've never been to Forest, no. It's one of the grounds that it's like... I've been to County, not to County, but never Forest. Hmm. Oh, I've, I've, I'm the other way around. Uh, it's probably the away ground I've been to the most, actually. But yes, it has been a while since I've been there. Um, just on that, I, I do. I really like the city ground. Um, I would hazard a guess we'll be having the opportunity to go there again next season. Um, <laughs> yes. With uh, I think both sides are what fifteenth and sixteenth in the championship table at the minute. Something something like that after this draw. Mm. Um, yeah, I, it, I really like it as an away trip. I think um, you know. The Forest fans are quite into the concept of beating Sheffield United, probably slightly more than, than the other way around. I think. Yeah, but... it's strange that, isn't it? I'm quite. The, I've not done the view, post-match view from, to be fair, yet. But um, the pre-match, they were quite tame by their standards. Mm, yeah, I, I noticed that as well. Um, but it's a good one. Uh, it reminds me a bit of Upton Park. I think was the, the obvious comparison where you've got the you know the the home fans are on either side of you and the they're, they're above you as well in the upper tier yeah. of that stand so you do feel quite boxed in and it's I don't know if it's intimidating is the right word maybe some people find it intimidating but it's, it's more intimidating than like Hull or yeah, Derby or something looks, like that from someone who's never been it looks a little bit like our ground in that sense hmm. and in uh the- yeah, it's all quite you're quite close together, if you know what I mean, to the yeah. pitch and stuff. So I've always liked the city ground. Very nicely situated on the uh, on the banks of the Trent as well. Very scenic. Mm. So uh, yeah, good. Uh, I enjoyed going to the match, and that's why I think I'm a bit um, I'm a bit upbeat today. The other reason I'm a bit upbeat is we're we're going to consciously avoid saying all the things that we said after the last game. <laughs> yeah, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in terms of um, how we feel about the season, because I, I just don't think we need to repeat ourselves, you know, uh, no. taking taking last night's game in the context of the whole season, I don't think it changed anything that we've said over the last few weeks, to be honest. So. No, it's all, it's all the same narrative. The only thing, I did, the, the one thing, that the only real thing that I've got to say, basically, about... In terms of a, a, a wider scheme of things, and not the game itself, is I think it was a, a pretty well, a drab game from from my point of view, where we got a goal which we probably didn't deserve, and then I think an average side even or a decent side just sees that out as a one nil. Oh God, we got three points there. Probably didn't deserve that. We take it. Mm. Whereas what we did is just conceded five minutes after we got the got the goal. So I think it tells you a little bit where the where the team is. Yes, indeed. Well, yeah, I imagine it was better to uh, better to be in the ground, entertainment-wise, mm. than um, yeah, than, than sat at home watching it, was it on. Very, a... very dull. It was very dull watching. I'm mean, like this. Is why we're interested to see what you've got to say about it because it, it reminded me a little bit of those games last season where I'm, I'm watching it on a laptop and there's nothing really out there. And you're mm. thinking, uh, and I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's. I mean, you've kind of described the other side, the sort of flip side of why. 
uh, I'm feeling pretty like, yeah, I had a good time last night. Um, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just love that. going to games again. It's so good. I'm yeah, not going to take this for granted. Saturday and we lose 4-0. I'll come on this pod and start slagging us off, but I'll enjoy the day, whatever. So Exactly. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm certainly not going to take that for granted for a very long time yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we do, let's just try and focus on this one game as a game of football rather than what it particularly means. I'm sure we'll stray into that territory with a couple of things, but... That's okay. I think if we just avoid, try and consciously avoid saying exactly the same things as last time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, how how did you feel at full time? Let me just let's let's start there. I thought we were going to lose after the the equaliser. Definitely, I think they were on top for for injury time and stuff. And knowing what we've been like, obviously this season, I I, I was sort of yeah, you know what, just take it. I mean. It's a bizarre one because we played far better on Saturday um, and I came out, obviously, with a defeat and we, we, we probably could have won. I don't think we were lucky to get the point, to be honest. Maybe Forrest shaded it. I thought it were a poor game of football. And I suppose, for all what I've just said about you get the early goal and you, you should win it, don't lose don't lose those sort of games because that's what we've been doing all season, basically. Yeah. I was happy to hear the full-time whistle. Um, yeah. Just because, yeah, it felt like the game was only going one way at that point. Mm. Yeah, um, I thought for, maybe, maybe you get a different sense of this on uh, on the screen, but I thought Forest were really good. Um, one of the better sides we've come up against this year on the basis of that one game. I didn't, you see. This uh, is interesting. interesting. This. I thought they were really poor. I thought they were really defensive and sort of letting us have the ball, which I know was, was a tactic. But I, I felt if they got at us... They they could have caused more problems, and it weren't until we scored that they really went for it. So that's interesting. Well, that's true. Yeah, I, I have in my notes. Yeah, they, they uh, excuse me. They uh, they only threatened from set pieces basically up until we scored the goal. But I thought they defended really well, and like um, you know, I, well, I think the thing that impressed me was I thought we started the game really well. Like half, probably the first half an hour, um, I thought we were playing pretty good stuff. To be honest, just. Not much threat. I mean, the amount of times we got into the box was was really, you know, that was that was great. We were doing a great job there. Just actually turning that into chances was bad. Um, but from about thirty minutes on onwards, they sort of, I, I kind of just, I don't know if I'm being too reductive here, but I got the sense they sort of just strong armed their way back into it and just yeah shifted. I, I, the, this it, is the thing. I think in that, I mean, the first whatever it was, fifteen minutes or whatever, we played the better football and looked the more dangerous as we normally do, and then. They, as you said, they, they were sort of just outmuscling us and outpacing us, and we couldn't really get a grip of the game whatsoever. Um, and they had the two best chances, to be fair, of that first half, I think. Um, but we didn't have a chance, really, did we? The, they had a shot from what just outside the area that went wide, and then they were header, I think, from Rick Brennan that went wide just at the end. I thought that were in. Uh, was it Brennan? It's number four, wasn't it? I can't uh, remember. Warl- it Warl- yeah. Maybe the the one that went wide, and then they were off a corner, which were headed wide. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think Warrell had both of those actually. Um, mm. Yeah, two two good chances from corners for them. Um, yeah, I I just I don't know. Maybe you can give a bit of credit here for not. Well, I guess we did fold ultimately in the end, but at least we didn't yeah. concede a second goal. But um, I thought Forest Forest were. Seemed a little bit more up for it in terms of like treating it like a derby game. Do you know what I mean? Am I being yeah, yeah, I agree with that. There? Yeah, I think they would, uh, and yeah, I think they would certainly more 
energetic, I think, than us. I think they were. I thought they were quite negative as a as a team in terms of like pushing people forward and stuff. I think it. I don't know. I think if I'm a Forest fan, maybe I'm just putting United down too much. But I think if I'm a Forest fan, I'd be thinking we should have really gone at these because you know they, they can't defend. So you know when they, we saw in that in that injury time and even like before, you know at the end of the half where they put crosses in and stuff like that, they inevitably created a chance or a half chance from it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, th- I think they had some of the sort of standout individuals on the night. Anyway, is um, mm. I thought Spence was really good for them. Spence the right back, fantastic. Yeah, he's on loan from Middlesbrough, isn't he? I looked at that last night. Huh, that is a good signing. Oh, I, I, yeah, that's something I want to mention actually. With um, just I guess the atmosphere, they're obviously they're on a little bit of a crest of a wave at the minute. Forest, mm. aren't they? You know, good uh, good vibes there with Cooper coming in and doing so well, and you know, big. It must have been pretty close to a sellout last night. I think it was like 12, I don't know how many city ground halls, but it was like twenty five and a half thousand were there. It didn't look like too many empty seats, to be honest. So, yeah, they were they were clearly up for it on the pitch and off the pitch as well. I thought a few there were a couple of hefty challenges that I was sort of thinking like, all right, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you said it before we started recording, it's, it's only it's just two mid table championship teams who aren't yeah. particularly going anywhere. Just settle down, lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we and obviously that's not our game at all. I mean, Norwood, in fairness to him, put a couple of tackles in and one of them he got booked for, which I think my mouth enough, but it wasn't a foul and uh, he were unlucky with that. I actually thought, if we're going on just a quick player thing, I thought Norwood were all right yesterday. I think out of the, the midfield two, he were far better than Fleck, and I think he's he's certainly deserving a place in the team I think at the moment Norwood and I've criticised him uh, on this pod but I actually thought he would be decent last night yeah I agree I've got uh, I've got written down here good job by you Ollie Norwood I thought um, particularly, I thought first half he was really really good actually mm-hmm. um, because he was he was doing loads of things that he doesn't do very often you know he was doing yeah. some actual defensive midfield yeah. uh, shielding winning the ball back he, I thought his decision making was, was good for once in terms mm-hmm. of um you know, even simple things like there was a time where he ended up, I think he ended up like kicking the ball away, but it was a much better decision than what he was about to do, which was basically lose it 40 yards further up the pitch. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Which yeah. he normally would do. I've seen him in, him and other players do that loads of times this season. So, um, yeah, I thought he uh, got on the ball well, used it pretty well. Um, I guess we'll come on to the... We'll mention the fullbacks shortly. I think, which is where yeah. I think we fell down. But yeah, yeah. I thought that was uh, I thought that was a good game from him for sure, particularly after. Yeah, um... I thought it was decent. Norwood, I have to I have to say, I've seen a couple of people criticise him, but I think that's just part of the course with Norwood, isn't it? So yeah, indeed. Um, talking of the team, uh, Musa continues up front. That's yeah, a bit of a surprise. Did not expect that. Yeah, uh, pretty ineffective. I don't know how fit he was to be honest he he didn't offer anything and what i'll stick up for him for and sort of bat for him is he had nothing to to go on at all mm. really outside those first 10 minutes um but yeah he didn't i mean I, th- I think when sharp came on he sort of showed a proper center forwards performance for the yeah for the 15 minutes or whatever it was that he was on and moose didn't really give us anything did i no i'm, I'm let me just Check this now because it's to sound fairly preposterous, but yeah, fifteen touches of the ball in the yeah, that, that, that minutes. does not surprise me. That to be honest, yeah, and uh, some of that's on him, but uh, some of that's on us as well for not being able to yeah. get the ball. Um, while we're talking stats, I said this one last night because it just it just made me laugh out loud when I saw it. We attempted eighteen crosses in this game. One cross found a teammate. That that blows my. You sent me this earlier, so I'm not. I'm not as. Vis, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be acting and saying, "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> you sent me this earlier, and I think I put back to you that 
I think even if you were trying to aim for the Forest players, you probably still won't get 17 out of 18. Yeah, that's appalling. Absolutely appalling. But it doesn't surprise me because not only like the fullbacks were awful, as we will talk, we'll talk about later, but the, the, the other guys who are crossing it in aren't wingers. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it is really bad. As you say, you think just by chance a few more of those would find one of our players. Um, it was a free kick in the in the first half, by the way, just a, which was like a cross into the box where I'll laugh my head off, actually. Norwood went to like put put it in. He, he sort of stopped. Then Fleck went to put it in and stopped. Then Nor- it was like this like extravagant training ground routine, and then Norwood just hit the first man. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, I was, yeah. You're like, I, what, what's happening there? Just, <laughs> I've uh, I've reached a stage with those where I, I I think ordinarily I'd be thinking, yeah, that's that's you know clever clever routine. You yeah. have it, you have it. But actually, no, I I'm probably coming around to the idea that they just messed it up. To be honest, yeah, I think that's probably the case. Yeah, yeah. One out of eighteen crosses. Not not good. And uh, yeah, just for context, Forrest, uh, 23, 23 crosses, seven of which found a teammate. So yeah. pretty much one in one in three crosses was, uh, you know, found one of their guys in the box. Mm-hmm. So that just gives you a bit more context. But yeah, I, um, I, I just looked that one up because that was very much the sense of what I had. <laughs> that was the sense I had watching the game, basically. It's like, oh my God, our crossing's been dreadful for the amount of yeah. times we've worked it into a good position and that's my criticism I guess of that first 30 mm. minutes as much as I enjoyed it in terms of the the approach play that yeah final ball I, I was thought we terrible. started really well but I think it's one of those things again you look back at it and you, we didn't create anything from it we looked yeah. a better side footballing wise as we as we often do in pretty much every game this season you think yeah we're, we're better than these technically but there's no end products and that's obviously the issue isn't it yes indeed uh I've, I've Tangent, tangent. Yeah, that's not a word, is it? Whatever the whatever the verb form. Whatever the verb form of tangent is, um, away from the team anyway. So Musa continues up front, uh, and Jai is replaced by Brewster. Uh, a wild Rian Brewster appears yes. in the team. Very yeah. surprised by this, to be honest. I mean, I, I think Jai should play every week, and, and whether he's fit enough to do it, I don't know. But because yeah. obviously, got, I think it was his first full ninety on Saturday. Though. So I suppose in hindsight, you look at it, it's not that surprising that he didn't play. But yeah, Bruce coming in was a surprise. Yeah, you're right. I, we didn't mention that, did we? The uh, the 90 minute thing. <laughs> yeah, tick that one off. Um, yeah. yeah, maybe maybe talk about Bruce a little more later on. The other change, uh, well, two more changes actually. Bogle replaces Baldock, um, which was tactical, I believe. I don't. Th- Baldock was on the bench, wasn't he? So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I'll, I'll call him for this to be honest, because yeah. I think Baldock's been poor. And I think I, I saw thing, even though Bogle were poor in this game, I think he, he probably does deserve a run of games. I'd like to see it. I think, yeah. Um, and then the other one with Ben Davies being injured, Chris mm. Basham comes in as yes. part of a back four, but he can't play in a back four. Can't, no. <laughs> we're the best player on the park. I felt. I, I, I've seen yeah. people say we're at fault for the goal and a couple of other things, and. I put to Nick of Sheffield United away actually that I don't I don't care to be honest because he put in a performance that I enjoyed. He, he moved us forward quicker than any other defender has this season. He did get caught out because that's what he does. Do you know what I mean? That that's Basham in a in a four and he, he likes to get forward and he's going to get caught out. But he's defending his last last ditch box. He's getting back. He's the only sort of defensive performance I think I've seen this this season. Who could do, I don't care about him passing out and stuff like that. He defended well on the most part. And whatever you think about him for that goal, I, I mean, I, I have to admit, I've not watched the replays back. I only watched it on my laptop, so I've probably not got a good view of it. I don't know if it's his fault or not. But if even if it is, I think he saved us on three or four occasions and he bailed Bogle out countless times. Yeah, I, I actually don't 
I didn't get the sense it was his fault. I've watched it a few times on the replay, um, mm. so we'll get to that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 interesting what you say there because I uh, and, and maybe this again ties back to why I'm you know fairly buoyant mm-hmm. this morning in terms of having just enjoyed the ninety minutes, I suppose, or enjoyed yeah. the experience of the game because. It was good to see him back out there. I mean, I, I really like Ben Davis. He was poor on uh, on Saturday, and he hasn't been amazing the whole time he's been no. in. I, I see like quite a significant upside of having him in the team. Mm. But there was something. There's something to get behind with Basham in this. That's team, it, and this which... is what I thought. This, sorry, I put it in, but no, this no, is what I thought. I enjoyed his performance. I enjoyed mm. watching him play. Yeah, absolutely, um, and you know we. It is always a very committed performance. I, I, I don't know. It's it, and maybe this is just how far we've fallen to an extent that I'm mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm kind of wanting something like that as a fan almost. Like give me something to get behind. You know, there's so many yeah. players that are kind of drifting through these games. That's um, it. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I don't care. You can make mistakes, and you know, after a while, you say he's making too many. I think he gave us something that. No other player really, other than Billy Sharp, has sort of given us in, in that sort of. And, and it sounds like a nothing thing, the, the passion and the spirit and all this sort of stuff. They just sound like words, but they do mean a lot. And the, the, the reason we went up the last time is because of people like Chris Basham. And I think we need people like Chris Basham back in the team, personally. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when we talk about, um, I think you mentioned it on the last one, the sort of, you know, there's, there isn't that connection mm. with the players and the manager that we had under Wilder because, you know, that's. That was kind of once in a lifetime type thing, yeah. but it is sort of—I don't know—it it, it does feel sort of important that we transition from that rather than it just being like completely rip up the team. You know, it, yeah. it's nice to have a few a few of these players sprinkled well, in there. It's as long as they play well, that actually, because of all the players, it, it, I mean, we're, we're, you know, we we talk about Norwood and Fleck and. Um, even McGoldrick to a degree this season you, you could you know the, and Baldock as well has been Paul Stevens in particular He's, we've mentioned before like oh these players are ruining the legacy and all this sort of stuff I'd say Basham and Sharp are probably the only two who are 100% haven't dropped at all in the fans eyes yeah I, th- I think you're right um, and well this is probably a bit uh, a bit bit of a negative reading of that, but maybe to an extent the fact that Basham hasn't played very much this yeah, season. I'll, yeah, that's a good caveat, that, to be fair. Yeah, I, yeah, I completely understand that. But I, I still think people would still sort of like what... I think they forgive Basham a bit more, purely due to his work rate and everything like that. And, and, and Baldock works hard, really, really hard as well. Something quite kamikaze sort of... That's not a word, but, you know, something like sort of... <laughs> Something about Basham that sort of embodies what we like as Sheffield United players, I think. Yeah, that's uh, that's well put. Yeah, so he plays um, <clears throat> he plays as part of a, a back four, moving Egan over to the left side. I thought that worked fine, to be honest. I, I he did. Egan looked out of place at all there. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll get on to Forest's goal later on, I suppose. But I thought overall, as a particularly if you, you know, if Yukanovic wants an emphasis on his defenders being able to play it out from the back, mm. I think. I think that worked pretty fine. I've... I can't understand this sort of... <clears throat> yeah, I've seen people like say, oh, it doesn't work and stuff like that. Forrest were a bit negative. Well, they were negative, as I said. I thought we defended quite well, and I thought Basham were a massive part of that. I thought I headed clearances and things like that, things that we've not been doing. Hmm. I thought we, we were better at it in this game than we probably have been. And like I say, a lot of that might be due to the lack of threat from Forrest. But, you know, they... <sighs> 
it's not like the other games where balls were over the top and we were getting caught out and, you know, not clearing corners and free kicks and things like that. Yeah. I think they had, you know, I mean, they had, they had one chance of a corner, I think, which happens in a game, unless you're us. <laughs> yeah, it certainly does, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I've overrated Forrest's performance. I was just um, I was just quite impressed you know, with it. Right. I'm say you were there, so I'll, I'll take your opinion above mine, to be honest. And, and I'm watching it from a sort of a, oh, sort of, yeah. The amount of times I've watched games on laptops, I'm sort of already like gearing up for a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> PTSD from last season. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose to be fair, there hasn't been too many teams we've played this season where I've, where I have been impressed with. I mean, yeah. You know, West Brom's like they're just bullied us. Uh, Bournemouth, yeah, they were pretty good. I think. I mean, I'll, I'll, obviously, I put Bournemouth above Forest on the basis of 90 minutes against us, but. You know, mm. we've lost to a lot of teams that I haven't thought have been very good, to be honest. Yeah, so, this is the sort of team that you... you uh, this is why I thought we'd lose before, to be honest, because I thought they were decent enough to beat us. We've lost to worse teams. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's just pivot from one uh, or two-thirds of the... Def- well, we mentioned three-quarters of the defence. So I, I do want to mention the uh, the final quarter of that defence. Ender Stevens, this was an unsettling performance. Um did you get a sense of this yourself watching on TV yeah. that, that this was a problem? I think I text Eggy, obviously, I've been on matches with about 15 times saying Stevens is having a mare. <laughs> this is the same sort of thing. We Everything went down that left-hand side. Mm. Everything went down that left-hand side. And I think that were a tactic from Forrest. I think you can sort of complain. I'm looking at comments on Twitter and sort of saying, why didn't we go down the right? I think Forrest just probably said, let them have it down the left because Osborne and Stevens are not going to create anything and they were right to do that. I, I think you're spot on. I really, really agree with that. Um, I'll hit you with some numbers in a second. Um, mm. Yeah, to be fair, well, I don't know if this is to be fair to Stevens, but uh, we we can't overlook the fact that Osborne had a bit of a stinker as well. And he did. A, yeah. As a result, that that left side was just total trash in possession. Like just so much of the ball, and did absolutely nothing with it. And yeah, yeah, I guess it's it's kind of uh, bizarre that she, the, the goal comes from that area of the pitch, but obviously it's from uh, it's from Billy Sharp. I'm not that surprised because I think I think actually think Sharp when he came on went to that side because he knew that's mm. where because he's an intelligent player. A number of times he went on that left-hand side. He won a free kick on that side towards the end, which was a really good play for him as well. And I think he probably thought, you know, there's space here because they're letting these two have it. I'm going to drift out here. And and that's where we got the goal because his his delivery and and his quality on the ball were better than Osborne and Stevens for the entire game. Yeah, for sure. Right. End of Stevens' numbers. I went to look at this afterwards because I was curious. And I've already told him to. You don't need to act. You don't need to no, act. no, no. I'm, I'm looking sure. forward to the listeners. <laughs> End of Stevens touched the ball 123 times in this game. So that is a football game lasts for 90 minutes. He touched it 123 times. Uh, it's 36 more touches than the second highest player who was Norwood. Now, Norwood having tons of touches makes sense and happens every yeah. game. He, he is he is the fulcrum, the the playmaker, if yeah. you like, you know, the thing that everything goes through. Him having loads of touches makes sense. Our underperforming slash average left back having almost 40% more of the ball does not make sense and does no. not happen every other game. It doesn't make sense unless you're Steve Cooper and Nottingham Forest. And yeah, they were absolutely letting him letting him have the ball. He, and this is, in, this, is a, this is sort of, I won't say humiliating, that's too strong of a word, but it's a massive slight, I think, on Stevens and Osborne that Forrest were happy to let us have, 
you know, they were once again two people on Gibbs White all the time because they knew that they didn't have to sort of go so close on Stevens and Osborne because they didn't have the quality. Because I said to you, and I, I, I really, really hate doing this because you go in on players, and I always say it and then I do it, but, you know, I don't think he's had a good game since March 2020, Stevens. This is, we're talking nearly two years now. Yeah. I, I guess the thing is, oh, I don't know. I, I don't know if he... I don't know if he really played that badly. It's just because I said he had a bit of a stinker there. I think, but on the ball, I thought he were atrocious, and he sort of didn't harsh on him that with the cross for their goal, he didn't block it. But it is down his side. I suppose you could blame him for that. I just, I just thought on the ball, ugh. it's the, it's yeah. the not doing anything with that yeah. much ball, um, but to the extent where Forrest are just like, yeah, mate, just have it. I mean. I'm looking at uh, who scored do like touch maps now, and the vast majority these these touches are there's hardly anything central. I'd say there's probably f- apart from a couple in our own box who is obviously defending mm-hmm. corners, etc. There's only like five or six that are off that left wing. You know, it's all it's all boxed in within sort of ten yards yeah. of the touchline basically, and only only two of those hundred and twenty three touches were in the penalty area as well. And as you say, I don't have to like sort of defend him in the sense that Osborne were I won't say just as bad, but offered absolutely nothing as well. Yeah, and I, I don't know. He is he's a left back in this game. He's not a left wing yeah. back. So yeah. you know, it's different to the role that he used to play for us when we'd see him popping up all over the place, but. Mm. He had 102 attempted passes in this game. No one on the pitch other than him cracked 80. Mm. And, uh, yeah, the vast majority of them are kind of all boxed within that middle third. You know, I think just... it was quite evident that they picked him and Osborne out as the weak links. I think that was quite evident from Forrest because everyone has to go at Brewster. <clears throat> we'll get on to him. But everyone likes saying he's not involved in stuff like that. They shut up that right-hand side because they probably they knew that Brewster and Bogle, for whatever the defaults are, are more dangerous as players than Stevens and Osborne. Yeah. Well, the, the amount of times I saw Norwood, Fleck, and, and you know, the forward arch, you know, when they were collecting the ball in the final third, and then they're sort of, they're looking right and ended up twisting and playing it out to the left yeah, instead, because, yeah. yeah, that's where the space were. Yes. And then it didn't help, obviously, having Fleck on that side as well. Yeah, he had a bad game as well, didn't he? Yeah. Um, I think that were his worst of the season. I, yeah, I thought he were really bad. And the fact he got took off with like a minute to go, almost as if it were that bad that we can't just, <laughs> you know, he might give a goal away. Yeah, uh, yeah very bad. Yeah. So, yeah, in terms of the left-right balance, Stevens had almost 50 touches more than Brewster and Bogle put together. They're obviously playing on the uh, on the right-hand side. And I presume Moose as well. On, and obviously you put him into that as well. And there's that's three players that didn't, between them, match Stevens' touches of the ball. Well, not even, not even close, yeah. No. Um, so... Uh, Brewster um, again, kind of just looked a bit lost. To be honest, he's playing an unf- he's playing an unfamiliar position, but he wasn't playing it as well as Njai or Gibbs White do when they play out there, and they tend to pop up in. Yeah, I don't know if he was being if he'd been instructed to stay as wide as possible, but I genuinely forgot he was still on the pitch. With about, I mean, I mean, we talked about this before recording, but I think I think from the sixty third minute to the ninetieth minute, he touched the ball twice. And that doesn't shock me when I see that number because I there was a point where the ball got switched out to him on the wing and I was like, "Who is that? Is he? I thought he went off already. Like, what about this? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. There were there were times where obviously obviously you're seeing the full pitch as well where the ball like went out and you think, "Oh yeah, he's on." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like it, it was the same the same thing and I, I'm, I'm going to bat for him a little bit here. I did feel a bit sorry for Brewster. He's played in a position where 
he quite evidently a struggle in that position, I think, when he plays there. You don't really know what what to do, I don't think, in a mm. way. Um, he's not really helped out by Bogle in a defensive sense. And he got very little of the ball, to be honest. And But the things that he did do weren't great as well. So Yeah, he had a, a couple of good moments. He's it, actually very present on the highlights um, when you watch it back. Mm. Uh, I, I guess the... I think one of the uh, one of the most sort of uh, clear summaries of how I feel about Bruce, I suppose, was uh, when he chased back in the late in the game. That was really good, yeah. Just I'll, in terms yeah. of like he is trying, like he's he not is. he's not dossing off here. He is no. properly putting a shift in. It's just I just don't think he knows where he's supposed to be, and he, he that's doesn't what have I much instinctiveness to his game. You might see that more, but obviously with the game, I just got the feeling that he don't, he didn't know when to go forward or go back, and I think the effort were there. I don't, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't even say it's his football intelligence because he's playing in a position that I don't think he's, you know, he's, he's never played. What was really bizarre is when Njai came on, and you think, well, he'll put Brewster at front now, but he didn't, and he kept, and he put Njai like as a central striker and Brewster mm. on the wing. And I'm like, what? That yeah, that surprised me as well. I was. Um... Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're just uh, maybe we're thinking Njai's also not going to touch it out in the wing. But from what we've seen of Njai, he does get involved. Should say, by the way, almost one of the all-time worst uh, introductions to the game by Njai, where yeah. <laughs> literally his first touch, he loses it, and they ended up having a counter attack. And uh, I can't remember if they actually had a chance from it in the end, but it was yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a pretty yeah. dangerous moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I like that effort from Brewster you know that that made me feel a bit better about his performance and he mm. you know he, he had a he had a volley didn't he in the first half and, and... and do you know what he's he, what's he played one two starts this season uh, thereabouts yeah maybe, I, maybe I, I, I don't know what you know he, he need if you're gonna give him a go he needs to get a run of games I'm not saying they should I'm not saying he's good enough but if we're gonna do it you can't just look at that one game and say right he's not good enough see you later because he's not had a chance and yeah. certain people in that squad have had chance after chance after chance and not delivered. So, yeah, I think the problem is he doesn't look like the answer out on he doesn't, the right, he doesn't. Um, and he doesn't deserve to play through the middle because Sharp has consistently done more, uh, and Musa is a you know an actual threat <laughs> basically th- through the whole game. Even when he doesn't touch it, he's you know th- there was that moment in the actually it was in the second half, wasn't it, when he uh, he ended up getting the centre half booked and. Uh, do you know the one I'm talking about here? It's like on the counter attack where he, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Sorry, it. I do. Yeah, I do know. What um, you mean. Yeah, and I, I mean, uh, not the best angle because we're we're behind the goal, but I couldn't believe that he'd got into a situation where the guy had to commit a yellow card foul because it looked like such a poor pass into his feet um, mm. from Osborne. Mm. But you know, like under hit and Musa's yeah. strength and and pace basically meant that he was able to roll the defender yeah. and. And go and so yeah, that's that's what Musa gives you, obviously. Even when yeah, he's yeah, and that's it. Up. And like I say, got, he got no service, and and he wasn't great by any stretch of the imagination. But um, I, I don't know. I still think he's probably our most dangerous striker uh, still. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's run through what incidents there were in this game. Uh, it wasn't action packed. I'll, I'll mm. fully admit to that. Obviously, um, Bogle had a shot straight at their keeper that in the first half that kind of. Uh, kind of ricocheted through a load of bodies. It ended up being a pretty good chance, really, um, where he sort of just uh, hit it low and the keeper keeper fell on it. Um, Brewster had that volley over, which a really difficult chance, but 
perhaps not the best execution from him. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, they had the, they had a free shot from a corner, which was I think it was their first corner. It certainly felt that way, where it basically just it almost bounced in like the six yard box, and the guy followed it wide. And yeah, it's looking around, going, "What on earth are you doing?" And then yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the flick header just wide at the end of the first half as well, yeah. and uh, and Lolly had that shot. Um, which I think did yeah. deflect wide, but they didn't get a corner for it. Um, Johnson was a bit of a pest, and I'm interested to know what you think is number twenty, Brennan Johnson. Mm. Yeah, so he, no, yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, Brett, yeah, I know what you mean. So he uh, he runs into the penalty area in the first half. Basham makes a great tackle, ends up winning yeah. a goal kick because uh, he kicks it off off Johnson. Johnson is not happy. He is rolling around, wanting a penalty or or. Whatever and uh, yeah, it's, it's that sort of amped up the atmosphere a little bit. I thought Basham was furious with yeah. him, um, but a great bit of defending by Bash. And then in the second half, he does it again. Johnson yeah. goes past Bogle, goes past Basham, and uh, obviously at the far end of the ground, the Forest fans were not happy that the referee gave a free kick to United and booked Johnson for diving. Have you seen this one again? I don't or? think that I've only seen it on the on the stream. Uh, I don't think that would happen at all. To be honest, I think he, I think he were rightly booked. To be honest, I think it would. Uh, yeah, I just think he just went down. I don't know if you've seen it back, but I don't think he touches him. Uh, yeah, yeah, I found it on the Forest highlights, and obviously there's no replays or anything like that in terms of mm-hmm. close-ups. Um, so I can't actually tell if there is contact or not. But even if there is, I'm not sure it is a foul. I think it could have gone either way. Let's uh, let's say. I'd say have been that, disappointed but... if he'd have given it. I think mm-hmm. I think that I don't think he touched him. To be honest, I mean, yeah, like I said, the, the commentators were all oh my god, and then I looked at the replay, and they were like, I don't know, I'm not having it. I'm not being biased. You know, if they if they got it, they got it. But I don't think it were a pen at all. He probably hurt himself, Johnson, in terms of his chances. I mean, hurt his chances because yeah. it was you know two or three times he did that during the game, and mm-hmm. I guess the you know he, he, it was pretty obvious that he was looking for a foul in that con- in that uh, incident. You know, he, he chucked himself to the floor. Yeah, it was like a bit like Gibbs White against Millwall in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. But, yeah, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I'd have been really disappointed if he'd have given that actually. Yeah. Uh, second half, I thought we defended well, like for the majority. The Forest didn't have a single shot until um, yeah. until the eighty third minute. The problem is we'd only had two ourselves up to that point. Yeah, um, one of which was a surprise lead, which this came. Did you? I feel like this came out of nowhere. It like, did. Com- it really, really did. I thought this were heading to a nice one nil defeat, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like sort of off a corner last minute or something like that. But I did. I didn't see us scoring at all because we weren't really creating anything at all. No, I think we had uh, Bogle had like a shot from twenty yards that was blocked, like you know, three yards off his foot. So, and that that was it up to that point. But then Sharp comes on, and you know, within ninety seconds, he's created the best chance of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Great bit of uh, we haven't really mentioned Gibbs White so far, but another another game here where he just showed he is too good for this division. He is, um, and, and yeah, and I've seen people sort of criticise him in this game. He's got everyone knows he's our major only threat, in my opinion, when Njai's not on. So mm-hmm. sort of going forward, he's got people on him. He, everyone knows he's the danger man, and he still creates the best chances for us every time. I oh, just love his. Like the the way he drives with the ball, this uh, we haven't had a player like that for a really long time. I don't think you know in terms of his it, like the way he just gets past defenders and just t- the first touch to kind of turn away from people and run into space yeah. is is just so good. I mean, 
I think uh, I think it was on the last four blades in the pub. Actually, I think Dan said, you know, the, I think they put they put it in the Hall of Fame. The you know, blades fans falling in love with yeah, lone players. Yeah, lone player, yeah. I can't say that I feel that way about Gibbs White because I know he's too good for us. Exactly. I know he's not going to be here. Like we, we, it's a bit like Dean Henderson. Like I'm glad he's here. He will never sign for us permanently. I'm just going to enjoy every minute that he plays mm. for Sheffield United because it's not going to. It is going to be ephemeral. It's going to end it is. much it sooner is. than I want it to. But while he's here, he's a great player. Love watching him. And even in a game like this where we didn't create very much, as you said, he was still the danger man. And, and I suppose if you had a, if you had a solid defence or anything like resembling a good defence, these sort of games you win because of people like Gibbs White. 100%. Yeah, completely. Um, good goalless in terms of the team move. You know, starts yeah. at the back. Uh, I think it's Egan plays a good pass into um, it releases Gibbs White. He runs at the defence. Sharp drifts left, as you say. Billy Sharp. I'd love to. I should have looked this up, but I feel like Sharp must have like almost all his assists with his left foot so far this season. He's <laughs> yeah. like constantly popping up on that Another side. Another assist for him as well, isn't it? Another assist. Yeah, he gets to the byline, drills in a left-footed um, cross along the ground. Gibbs White sorts his feet out and slides it through the keeper's legs for. Um, Hashtag limbs in the away end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say limbs because I'm very sore this morning because somebody, <laughs> somebody knocked me over. Yeah. I just I just want to clarify to, to Tyrone here, actually, that I didn't fall over. Somebody pulled me over, okay? Because okay, yeah. <laughs> too many drinks. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> too many drinks now. Zero drinks with, uh, with driving time. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely why I was, um, you know, spread eagled over the back of my seat basically and why I have significant bruising on my calves this morning great finish great moment you know crowd goes wild and and I'm thinking yeah like you said earlier I'm thinking we're we're actually going to smash and grab this you know we we got uh we got done on Saturday and here we are we're going to we're going to get away with this because Forest have done nothing that's this is this is what's so frustrating I thought it wasn't a game we deserved to win, so you have to be happy with the point. But you go one 0 up in a game that's drab, really like boring mm. game. You've got to see it out, and the fact that we we nearly conceded before they got the equaliser mm-hmm. with a and you're thinking, what? Well, where's this come from? I know teams rally at the end, other than us <laughs> <laughs> against Blackpool, but I, we, they created basically nothing. Also, did not had a, a save to make, as far as I can remember, in the entire game up until yeah. this point. And then all of a sudden, the last like seven minutes, they're, they're getting crosses in, pulling us apart, and you're like, "What? How? How are you doing this?" Yeah, it was it, it was a bit of an onslaught. When it, it was exactly what we wanted from the Blackpool exactly game. That. Yeah, exactly. It's the sort of thing that we don't get yeah. like, from, from our team. And credit to Forest, they pushed on. And maybe, like I say, in hindsight, they might be thinking if we'd have done it earlier, we might have actually got the win. But from us, it, I just it just collapsed again. We like we got one one nil up. And it was just as if, like, oh, no, now we've got to defend a lead. <laughs> yeah, and only for 12 minutes as well. That's the yeah. thing. It was a pretty late late goal by us. Yeah. So you just think, please hold out. But, yeah, from just looking now on the timeline, so up to up to the 84th minute, I think, they'd had four shots in the entire game. And then, uh, yeah, they, they, had, they ended up with six in, like, the last five minutes, basically, one of which is a goal. And, mm. yeah, Lewis Graben comes on, who uh, he replaced Lyle Taylor, who I don't think did anything at all, no, to be honest. No, no. Didn't look like uh, much improved from the player he was when uh, when he played for us. Probably a bit harsh on the basis of seventy minutes or whatever. Yeah, but it was ineffective, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Forrest <laughs> grab an equaliser. There's my uh, podcast title for uh, 
for this week. <laughs> um, so this goal, you can't really see on the replay, but I swear the cross takes a deflection, um, which is how it looked from the far side of the pitch, and that loops it over Basham's head. All oh, right, is... so I've, like I say, I've only seen, I've not seen this back. I didn't get a chance this morning to look at the the actual replay of this, but that, yeah, possibly, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll. Well, maybe I'll edit this out. If it, I'll go and look again and uh, make sure yeah. it's definitely right. If you're hearing this, then it is an accurate version of events. <laughs> it loops over Basham's head and then, uh, yeah, just basically hits grabbing in the face in the six-yard box. Yeah. Uh, because where the hell is everyone? Why have we got three attackers on John Egan again? Why, why? I don't... This is And this is where, like, the midfield needs to do more, I think. I know grabbing is a striker, but... Can't have three bodies on one centre back in yeah. our in our penalty area like that. Yeah. Um, so it hits Graben in the face, uh, and you know just just bobs down for him basically. So just took into the net in from uh, inside the six yard box, and another one for Olsen to be completely peed off about. I think like I, what are you doing? People blame him. I don't get it. I oh, don't. Come on, it's like I, three yards yeah, out. I, I, I don't get it. I I, 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 I really don't get understand. I don't understand it. I, I, if someone can sort of write in and tell us why he should have saved it, then let me know because I'm bemused by that. It's literally three yards out. All you can do is dive and pray that he hits it straight yeah. at you. And if he does, it's you know, good job. You've you've done a, you've done your job. But there's nothing he can do. Come on, we went through this with Ramsdale last year. I'm not I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this with every goalkeeper when. Because they... every goal that goes in, you think, mm, could he have done better there? You know what I mean? Yeah. But realistically, it's just, no, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I can't see that at all. No, me neither. Um, and they had a couple more opportunities after this as well, which is, I guess, why I felt such relief at the full-time whistle. A lot of crosses, you know, flying into the box. We we made some bad decisions or bad touches on the counter-attack. You know, Osborne, yeah. had, a, Osborne had a shock. Uh, just awful in the final third. I thought when it was passed, all right. He passed it back behind Njai. Unbelievable! I, I, I was like, "No, nah, what are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, that that might have been when Brewster chased back actually, but he he was furious with himself, Osborne as well. He was like beating the ground, but it's like, yeah, well, that's how I feel, mate. What are you doing? You know, yeah. what a great chance to stick one over your old team, but um, yeah, that that was bad. There, there was another one as well that Moose um, uh, it was like a long pass forward, and he just attempted to do this ridiculously elaborate back heel. Kicked it straight into Spence. It ricocheted to Stevens, who then tried to do a back heel himself, and we lost it. And mm. Just thinking, let's. I, I really like the the technical players like Njai and Gibbs White that do complicated things and yeah. you know, give us something yeah. different. But I think with players like Stevens, just just do the simple things well before we graduate to trying to pull that off because you're not doing the simple things well at the moment. So, anyway, that's that's my final word on that thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, full-time whistleblowers. We did, we did, I mean, ultimately, we saw out like the last... I think I don't remember them really having a, an opportunity in the five minutes of injury time and some, some savvy play by Sharp to uh, win as a free kick and, um, yeah, see out the game, basically. But, uh, yeah... yeah so, did, you mention, did you mention the Brewster Sharp? Uh, oh no, I didn't. That was sorry. I was meant to. Uh, yeah, I thought have I missed that? Like, yeah, because obviously, <clears throat> Gibbs White again breaks mm-hmm. really well. I thought we were going to. Um, I thought he got. Cl- I thought he actually got fouled, but he, he definitely got fouled. I think yeah. the referee played advantage. To be yeah, to be and he went to Bruce, and you're thinking because he, he sort of on the might have been different view, but he sort of went so slowly. I thought, oh my god, he's going to score the winner. This is like, yeah. <laughs> and then he 
fairly tame, like hit it straight at the keeper. Yeah, it was kind of under his. Well, it was under his feet because I think that was how he received the ball, not yeah. in terms of the pass. Yeah. And then, yeah, they just sort of scuffed it straight at the keeper. Didn't he? Not a, by no means an easy chance, but a poor finish. I think both both things can be true. Yeah, 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 I think it were a really poor finish. I'm not saying he should have scored. I think he should have made the keeper work harder than just bending down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, finishes one all. I'm uh, I'm fairly happy with that as a as a one off game. Obviously, for uh, uh, the whole season, it, it smacks of uh, two mid table teams drawing with each other, which is probably the path that these two teams are heading on. I think, even though Forest, Forest have uh, rallied pretty well under Cooper. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. I think that'll be. Yeah, I think we'll both be playing each other again next season. Certainly looks like that. Uh, so yeah, Billy Sharp creates goals again. Two minutes it takes him to set that it's one up. It's bad, isn't it? That we, I mean, it's bad. It's a testament to him that mm. we're still so reliant on him. It's a, it's really worrying though as well in the future because he can't do this forever, can I? No, indeed. Uh, just on the two goalkeepers, I think, just one sort of final note on this. I was really impressed with uh, Samba, the forest keeper. Um, like One of the more sort of aggressively sweeper keepers, I think, yeah. that I've seen in the championship. And yeah. I, I thought... I thought it was really like the amount of attacks he started. Either with, I, li- I liked it. I've li- watched him a couple of times last season, and I really like what I saw from him. I've seen him make a couple of mistakes, well, but all keepers do. Yeah, yeah. I think he looks a really good keeper. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Olsen, on the other hand, I think when we started, to, when the defense started to get pressed a bit after maybe thirty minutes in the first half, not so good. You know, thought he put uh, well, a few balls out of play, obviously, but also put our defense under a bit of pressure when maybe going long would have been a smarter decision. And yeah, I don't know. We, I, th- I feel like we want a keeper who can play like Samba did last night. And uh, mm. yeah, oh yeah, it. yeah, perfect for us. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we have it. Um, you know, I think Olsen's probably. He doesn't look dreadful at that, but he's not. He's yeah. It's weird that we've sort of did, we want a want to play out from the back and we've got a keeper whose distribution is at best average I think yeah that's uh, that seems to be it for sure uh, Any anything else to say from this game more about Hurrahan's uh, cameo he's <laughs> one pass that I don't even I have no idea what he were doing there to be fair <laughs> <laughs> astonishing absolutely I, I, astonishing I really, he sort of looked a bit bemused and thought I'm just, I'm just going to kick it. <laughs> if anyone didn't see this, there's no idea what to talk about. He, he gets the ball on the left wing. He has a couple of defenders around him, but he also has a couple of attackers as well. And he kind of just freezes. You know, like when somebody's got a when somebody's got a free kick and they're going to take it short, and they sort of they run up to it and they're like, oh no, actually, I don't think I will pass to him. I'll pass over that. Mm, no, maybe not. Actually, I'll uh, yeah, 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 maybe, yeah. maybe I'll go backwards after all. It was like that, but the ball was in. Pl- I mean, I I thought a whistle had gone. Mm. Like just the way that he sort of stopped. And then eventually he just rolled it gently down the line and out of play for a throw in. Thanks for coming, Connor. Yeah, thanks <laughs> I mean, for that, mate. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. a laugh, didn't he? What's the matter with you? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm laughing now. I wasn't laughing at the time. I was, uh, <laughs> I was I was bent over like someone punched me in the stomach. So I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. Just like, how did you arrive at that? As you, you know, all that thinking time, and that was your final yeah. decision. I'm just going to gently roll it down the line and straight to them. Um, but yeah, any uh, any 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 final words on this? We're not talking about this game much longer than I expected. Yeah, no, not really. I don't think. I, I think it, I, for me, obviously, you were very different. I, I think it were a really dull match. I thought uh, where nothing much happened, and it should have been nil nil, really. <laughs> yeah, rather than one one. But I think a draw 
Forest probably just about shaded it, but at the same time, I think their fans are probably... Oh, I end on the view from you, but I'll do it. But I imagine their fans are probably thinking, oh, we could have won it, but probably also bemoaning that they didn't quite do enough to win it. So possibly a fair result. Yeah. In, uh, in, in the, the cold light of day, uh, a draw feels a fairer result than I felt at the time, I think. Yeah, um, I don't think they did. I don't like to say. I don't think Olsen had a real save to make until mm-hmm. until those last like ten minutes or whatever. Um, yeah, just two mid-table sides. It seemed like to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just energised by by being there. I love going to football. There we go. That's 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 my last word. It's uh, it's it's the best, and I missed it a load. So uh, yeah, thanks again to Tyrone for having a spare ticket that I could uh, could take off his hands. Um, Blackburn next. I have not had any chance to look into this game, so we're not going to talk about it very much at all. No. Uh, you are going. I... I'm going. I'll be there, drunk. Uh... <laughs> right, well... Right. Yeah, so um, if you see a small, balding man <laughs> falling over, help him up. <laughs> <laughs> we probably, probably see many small, drunk, balding men <laughs> falling true. over, to yeah, be well, honest. like Jim Davidson with his head shaved. <laughs> Well, actually, talking of uh, ways to identify you, we—I don't think we mentioned this last week, but it's um, uh, adios to the Columbia shirt. What language oh, yeah. do they speak in Colombia? That will not Spanish? be with me. That will not be with me anymore. I—I—I I, uh, <laughs> I threw it on the ground when I got home on Saturday and 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 gave it the two finger salute. And um, yeah, and that will not be—I will not be wearing that unless we go into the relegation zone now. <laughs> nice. So I mean, so with the unwritten rule was um, two. Two defeats in a row while Two wearing defeats it. in a row, and I wore it for Millwall and uh, Blackpool. And Blackpool, yeah. So it's uh, it's time is up. That's that's sad. That had a great run, didn't it? That's it did back... have a good run, and it's a bit like our players in the mm. you know I've got fond memories, but I don't I don't want to ruin the legacy of it. So yeah. I still want to put it in my in my wardrobe and look at it and think, ah, oh, good, good times. I don't want yeah. it to be like Stevens, where you're like, you know, <laughs> just go away. You don't want to wear you anymore. <laughs> Oh, amazing. Do, do you feel uh are you, are you feeling liberated in terms of like you can wear what you want on Saturday? Yeah, no? yeah. I've I've gone mad. I bought like thousand pounds worth of clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't I mean, yeah. It's uh it's a sad day. It's a sad day. I think we knew it were losing its power, but maybe it only works in the Premier League. Who knows? <laughs> maybe, but you 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 know, you'd be able to go to matches liberated from uh, you know, everybody yeah. going, Oh look, it's that Columbia man. Yeah, exactly. When you know, that has happened, I've told you before where someone thought I were a Watford fan. Yeah, when yeah. We played Watford, and uh, obviously I'm wearing a yellow Columbia shirt, and it's like someone like going, "I think you'll go on today." We're about twenty bits in the conversation. I thought he thinks I'm a Watford fan. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to wear an actual United shirt to to game. Do you ever consider that? Nah, I'm not doing that. I, I, I last Sheffield United shirt I bought was about nineteen. 19- 94. I don't know why. I'm just not really into the shirts, to be honest. Yeah. I know people love it, aren't they? But like all the, the hype when the shirts come out, oh, what's the new? This is a leak of the new shirt. I'm like, mm, bothers. <laughs> it's, uh, spoiler alert, it's got red and white stripes. Apart yeah. from, uh... I mean, fair play. You know, people love all the, the, the shirts and stuff like that. And I do like the, the sort of memories of them, what they bring. Like, you look mm. at that, I don't know, like Diamond shirt, for instance, and you think, oh, that was a bad season. That's when Kendall came in. So mm. I like the memory side of it, but in terms of buying them, I'm just, I, yeah, I, I don't know, I'm weird. I'd rather buy, like, a Inter Milan third kit. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, 
Hipster, yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm not totally convinced we're going to have good memories of this kit, to be honest. No. But uh, I'm still going to get one for my, uh, for my two-year-old, seeing as uh, they are now available at last. So yeah, she's. I like, getting the, I like the retro out. kits. Um, mm. I, 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 I think no Umbro, no party though. I think, you've got, <laughs> I think you've got to stitch an Umbro into the. You know what I mean? Because. I've got I know a couple of our mates have got a, uh, an England kit and it's not got the Umbro on it and I'm like I look at it and it's just like uh, you know what I mean you're like sort of, it's like a cover version <laughs> <laughs> well a bit of kit chat to finish off um, <laughs> so you've got the view from Forest to, to be done to be done I, will, I just couldn't be bothered last night to be honest I was like like I say a bit of a drab game I was like oh, oh. I can't be bothered I'm just gonna I actually listened to Tufty Club um, before bed and that put me off it completely so <laughs> oh dear <laughs> yeah, so I'll be off doing the view from completely after that, but um, but yeah, and I just like thought I'll do it tomorrow. So I'll either get it up uh, this evening, or um, yeah, I'll try and get it done before I start. I start work at one, so we'll uh, we'll see if I get a chance to do it. So I've got to make myself some dinner as well. <laughs> nice. And uh, what's going on with living with Maidley? When's uh, where's the next episode? That should be out. I think it's either going to be out probably be Friday now. To be honest, uh, probably be out for good night sweetheart on Friday, and then um, yeah, so. Um, Keep, keep an eye out for that. An eye out for good night, sweetheart. Well, that is Living With Maidley, and uh, yeah, get the views at roysviewfrom.com. Anything, uh, any final words, mate? Anything else to No, to I'm say? looking forward to Saturday. I am mm. looking forward to Saturday. I've got a bit of a cold coming on. Um, it's not what everyone <laughs> like tests for these days, but um, yeah, I've got a bit of a cold coming on, so I'm, I'm trying to keep us fit. I've, and I've obviously, as I told you, I've pulled my, my leg, so it's not been a great day in the uh, in the Roy household, really. <laughs> Roy Towers. <laughs> Roy Towers is not having a good day. I've got a, my, my legs bandaged up. I've got a bit of a cold. United are rubbish, but I'm looking forward to Saturday. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have too much to drink because uh, I, I probably won't be able to watch the game in real time. I'll have to try and uh, catch up with it later. So you're going to be yeah. my, you're going to be the pods eyes, eyes and ears on the ground. Could be uh, difficult, uh, like, yeah. I mean, I'm not going too early, but yeah, I'm ex- I am in- intending on drinking enough to the point where the match is secondary. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably not a uh, an unwise tactic, I would say, given yeah. uh, given the last few weeks of this team. But there we go, a one all draw at Forest. I, I opened the last episode by saying that losing sucks. Well, drawing is slightly less sucky than losing. I was so. upset today. Yeah, like I said, it's bizarre. It were a poor performance. I thought pretty much all overall, but it feels better than the good performance where we lost. So. Yeah, indeed. And also, I, I, I think I've, uh, I think I've benefited from that conscious decision to not talk about like what it means in the context of the season. Like, you know, oh, if, you just, yeah, <laughs> if, you just, if you just stick your head in the ground and just talk about, you know. 90 minutes of football it's actually uh, it's a bit more liberating actually maybe we'll just yeah, do that just... taking it as like a friend like a, a one-off sort of game I do yeah. get the feeling actually that I think we all get into a point I know mean, you can never say this in the championship but for me the, the pressure is sort of off a little bit I felt last night normally I'm sort of watching you know mm. the edge of my seat and it's a little bit like last season in the sense that I do feel deep down that the season is almost certainly going to play out to nothingness it's not as bad as last season in the sense that I knew we were going down but it's that sort of I'm just looking for things now to sort of get excited about and see where we're improving if you know what I mean the results and stuff I've yeah. I don't know I may have I'm, hopefully I'm going too soon but I think I probably shut the door on any sort of charge for the playoffs this season yeah certainly uh, certainly reaching for the door handle removing the doorstop 
And if anyone wants, obviously we got um, we we got a bit of stick on us too for being too pessimistic, and we should be leaving that to certain other podcasts. <laughs> uh, but um, if anyone wants a, a bit of an uplifting take, that that uh, podcast you sent me, I don't know if you listened to it. Oh, I haven't. Yeah, do you want to just? Uh, yeah, just, I can't just remember what it's called. That's why uh, I put you on the spot. The, <laughs> it's the Fox Punter. Podcast. The podcast, and they do a review basically of um, Yukanovich's management style and where they see Sheffield United, and he's like an analysis, and he, and you know, he's he, he, they do know the stuff, and that actually perked me up a little bit for for next season. Yeah, uh, I will be listening to that next. Um, yeah, Fox Punter Football Manager. I've, re- I've retweeted it actually. If anyone wants to look yeah. that more time, I've retweeted it. It's really, really good. Um, yeah, a, a really balanced take on where we probably are, to be honest. Mm, nice. Well, that will be uh, next in my queue, I think. So, uh, right, mate, we'll, we'll wrap up there. I'll let you get off and uh, get some scran before you get to work. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I hope, hope your leg's feeling better and hope your cold clears off in time for Blackburn away. And, uh... Well, I'm festing it. I'm like Matt Moose, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is it. Follow Andrew at Panchero on Twitter. Follow me at Aidspard. Roy's view from .com for the uh, belated view for Forest coming later on. Mm. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll finish there, mate. Thank you very much indeed for your time. Thank you, mate. Thanks a lot. Thanks again for downloading and listening to BlazePod. I told you'd be a bit more upbeat this episode after uh, <laughs> Monday's moan fest or whenever it was. Uh, just got time to tell you about a special offer for BlazePod listeners, which comes from NordVPN, who I use to stay safe online. If you are looking for premium cybersecurity, NordVPN is definitely the one for you. They encrypt my traffic on web and mobile, so I never have to worry about unsecure websites, apps, or public Wi-Fi network- networks when I'm uh, out and about or working on the move. They also make it really easy to switch my virtual location with just a single click. So NordVPN essentially gives me access to overseas streaming platforms that are not available in the UK, which is very handy indeed. NordVPN is fast and secure. It costs just the price of one cup of coffee every month for which I get premium cybersecurity and don't have to sacrifice any of my online speed in which to do so. And they have a special Cyber Month deal for BladesPod listeners, which is you. All you have to do is go to nordvpn.com slash bladespod or use the code bladespod when you sign up. You get 73% off your NordVPN plan plus a bonus gift. So that is nordvpn.com slash bladespod or use the code bladespod when you sign up and you get 73% off and the bonus gift. That is it for this episode. Thanks once again for listening. We will be back after the Blackburn game. Cheers. <laughs>